What's good, family? Welcome to a Minor Hoops podcast, a show with the freshest opinions and views on the world's most beautiful game. I'm your host, Greg, and I'm here with the homies, the squad, the best starting five in the podcast league. Brian, TK, the boy Leek, and Dunkman Keith are not here, but shout out to them. Shout out to the homies. Boys, how we feeling? I'm feeling good, man. Can't complain. Another week, back at it. Three-day weekend is amazing, too. Yeah, shout out Martin Luther King Jr. Day mm-hmm. tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Little stuff. So, all my black people out there, enjoy that day off. <laughs> <laughs> or time and a half. I don't know who's working and who's not. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. <laughs> but um, we going to get out of here. We gonna, we, but we had to get in here. We were trying to figure out the best way to do this. Because as you guys know and as you guys see, Taman... Leg is broke. Um, my leg isn't broke. My leg is perfectly fine. My knee's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to have curses on my leg. My leg's been doing its job, all right? The leg was doing its job, but the okay. knee yeah. fell asleep this time around. Every so, time around. So um, we got to hurry and get out of here so he can go handle his business. Uh, he has surgery in the morning, and we don't want him to be up too late. We want to make sure he's prepped and ready for the surgery, so... We're going to get this pod going. But the news dropped. The bombs have dropped. Woj has said what he has said. Um, all the analysts have given their two cents. And now it's time for us to do the same. James Harden is now a Brooklyn Net. And one of the biggest trades in a long time. This is probably going to go down as one of the most talented three-man roster, you know, three-man horses in terms of, like I said, talent in a long, long, long time. Maybe ever. Um, so many teams involved. I think the Cavs were involved. Mm-hmm. The Pacers were involved. Mm-hmm. The Rockets, of course, mm-hmm. and Brooklyn. Um, I'm going to let Brian give us the details. And then we're going to talk in terms of what we expect out of these guys. So the exact details on this trade is what be. So the Nets received James Harden and a 2024 second round pick from the Cavs. Nobody cares about that. The Nets, excuse me, the uh, Cavs received Jared Allen, Tareem Prince, um, the rights to somebody I can't pronounce. Um, not even going to try to. Um, not even the first name? Alexander. Alexander? It's not Alexander. There's a, there's a K in there. Alex. I, I Is try. it A L E K S A N D R? Yeah. Alexander. Okay, we're going to go with that then. <laughs> okay. So, Alexander Vinzegov. Vin- I don't know. That's cool. You gave me the first name. Yep. So, that's who the, that's who the Cavs got. Um, Rockets received, at the time, what people thought was going to be Karis LeVert, yeah. uh, Karoots, three first round picks, four first round swaps from the Nets, and then eventually Dante Exum. And a 2022 first round pick from the Cavs. We all know Cass Burt eventually got flipped for Victor Oladipo, yeah. who uh, went to the Rockets, and Cass Burt went to the Pacers. So that is the trade as it stands as of right now. Whew. Eight first round picks. Pacers also get like 2.6 mil from the Nets. Uh, something like that. Yeah, yeah the not, trade exception. Right. Mm, yeah. Because he couldn't pass the physical. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that got added. So, yeah, eight first-round picks for the Rockets with Victor Oladipo and Rodney's Karutz and Dante Exum. Cavs got Jared Allen, which I think was a good pickup for them. Mm-hmm. And then the Nets get – they get the guy. They get the beard. Um, 
Needless to say, everyone who is concerned, and I mean, there's still are concerns out there, but James Harden, if anyone who thought James Harden fell off, he just didn't, <laughs> he just didn't want to play for Houston no more. I, it's, it's that simple. Because he came right back out versus well, I don't the think Magic. anybody probably thought he fell off because when he came back and finally played for Houston, he dropped like 44 his first night. So he thought he fell off dropping 44. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what basketball. Yeah, everybody was saying Steph Curry fell off. He was averaging 28. So, so um, he dropped 30. He dropped a 30 ball with the triple double. Also, Kevin Durant got 42. Mm-hmm. I wish I could do the 42 Doug whistle. I'm gonna learn it. I'm just. I looked at the highlights. I didn't watch the game because I wasn't sure if he was playing at first. Um, and by the time I figured it out, I wasn't even at home anymore. Um, and so I checked his stats. I'm like, oh, snap, that's 42. And then I looked at Harden's numbers. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I looked at the actual highlights. I looked at, I watched the game back. That might be the easiest 42 I've seen KD get in a while. Clean. Um, like, that was like the first year at Golden State, 42. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I liked what I saw, but I'm still I still have reservations. First, let's let's do this first. Let's do this first. Winners and losers of this trade. The winners, of course, are the Nets. But do you think anyone else are winners in this Houston trade? Houston won as well. Hard was getting out of here. How did Houston win? They got those four picks, hey. four pick swaps. Like they kind of went the OKC route. Then they got. Uh, Vic, who has already been verbal about his interest, his mutual interest with going to the Heat, that's another flippable piece. Okay. Um, I actually like what the Pacers did too. Vic didn't want to be there. You got a young, talented wing in Karis Levert. Hopefully, everything's good with his kidney. He comes back healthy. He's a baller, and I think that this trade actually helps him because now he's gonna have the freedom to actually blossom. Because we saw how he was hooping when. Kyrie was out last year. Mm-hmm. We, that's why I'm getting a 50 ball. Y'all know how high I am on 50 points. But it's really hard to say there were any losers in this trade. I really don't think Houston won at all. I don't think they lost. I think they got fleeced. Fleeced? I think they got fleeced, man. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I'll a, say I'll say this. It don't look Houston good. Houston should have flipped James I Harden think- earlier, like I was saying, but... At that point in time, with the damage already done between their relationships, yeah, because they weren't trying to send him to to Philly, uh, because the owner didn't want him to reunite with uh Daryl Morey, right? Which um, everybody just I, I didn't realize like people are this this petty <laughs> in business. Oh yeah, I, I, I knew, knew. I said it. I yeah. knew. I told you, oh, was petty. super petty. Um, because Fertitta do not care. To be bro. completely honest, without Spencer Dinwiddie in that trade as well. Your best deal would have been trying to get Ben Simmons. Right. Yeah. You should have just, but nah, that was just all ego. I can't say they got fleeced. That's strong. I think Harden finessed everybody. I think he's the winner <laughs> if we're really talking. He got to go where he wanted to go. He he fleeced Houston, bro. Ain't no way around it. And and this is why. I think at some point we have to start properly valuing first round picks. Are they valuable? Yes. But is Brooklyn Nets pick swaps the most valuable thing? No. They, no. They could be. And when? They got eight. They got their next eight years. Like, when? they're not going to be good probably in three years. Okay. 
Like, like that thing about like Harden, KD, and Kyrie's contracts all run out in two years. They're gonna resign. I think you assume. Is, no, this is why I think <laughs> I also said like the Nets win as mm-hmm. well. Because who's that primary star? Who is the mega star? Who's the most dominant figure on that S team? Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. You want him to you want him to retire a net. You just made the move that most likely helps him to retire a net. Yep. So that's why I think the Nets could say, I do not care about these picks. That it wasn't it wasn't like when the Clips gave up all those picks for PG. And it wasn't just for PG, it was for PG and Kawhi. Mm-hmm. Like we understand that. But it was kind of no guarantee they would even resign because both of them could still rock after this year. Keeping Kevin Durant was your number one priority. And Absolutely. I think they did the best move to keep Kevin Durant. They, I, I'll agree mind, with that. In I'll my agree mind, with that. they have cemented that Kevin Durant will resigns. Re- resign. Minimum. I, I don't know if he retires in that, that but he that, resigns. That I'm is cemented so to me. I'm not so It's cemented. It's, it makes it a higher probability. But I've watched Kevin Durant enough. We've watched Kevin Durant literally go to the best situation in the NBA and be like, I'm not satisfied. I don't trust anything Kevin, Kyrie, or James Harden says at this point in time. I don't trust anything they say. That's 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 fair. <laughs> like that's fair. That's fair. that's all I'm saying. That's fair. Okay. And I think Houston really banked on the idea of like, these guys aren't gonna stay together. I did think about this trade in one aspect though. I said after it happened, I said, this was a move that made Kyrie expendable. Yep. I know that may not be the first thing. I take that back. That may be the first thing on Sean Mark's mind. He may not say it. And I think they may not communicate that. But it definitely was a move that was directed at Kyrie to say, okay, you don't want to play you 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 want to sit you want to wait out or whatever case may be i'm not I'm not, I'm not gonna that. say that was what because but, they would have made that move if Kyrie played every single last game and was the most agreeable person in the world they were trying to make this move regardless i don't think they give up eight picks yeah if Kyrie is playing like that's thing i think it made it more of a move like all right if Kyrie is really going to be as fickle as we all think he is we need an insurance it was more, policy. Yeah, it was, I will say it was it was insurance. It wasn't Kyrie. We don't want you. Or yeah. Like no, that. they definitely they want, want Kyrie. Yeah, but, but it was insurance the, in case you don't want to. And they, that's the point. And they're looking the at point. Kyrie like, "Yo, dude, like, we want you here. Yep. But yep. if this is how you're gonna act, we're gonna go get James Harden, and we're like, we we can't well, like be said, tied to you. We they, can't put our future I in your think, hands. Honestly, they probably still would have gave up those eight picks for James Harden. Regardless. I don't think so. I don't know. Cause I don't even that wasn't the first offer. It won't. That wasn't the first offer. The first offer. I don't offer, think Karis was the first offer. The was first, he? The first it was offer that the Nets. No, the it was first Spence, offer was supposed Karis, to be Spence, Karis, Jared, Jared Allen, Allen, and two first round and two picks first and two uh, pick swaps. So like that said, was the first joint. By okay. Spencer getting Spence hurt, got hurt. So now you're gonna have to beef up that trade. Yeah, you gotta throw in more draft picks on top of that. I think they would have did that regardless but of if eight of them though. Eight of them. Yeah, like they might have been able to just. Try like, to fight it and try to combat it, but they really couldn't. And that's the thing. I think, like I said, if let's say they end up saying, all right, we're only going to give you five picks because Kyrie is playing or whatever. Right. Well, now that makes the Philly offer look even more enticing. It makes it look even more tempting. Granted, as petty as Tillman Fertitta is, it's still like, okay, the he Philly offer. The <laughs> I mean, he might have, like, once again, I think Houston really banked on the idea of, like, okay, eight draft picks and Victor Oladipo. 
that keeps us somewhat of a fringe playoff team right. because there's no there's no reason for them to tank. They don't have their own picks. Yeah. So like we might as well try to be somewhat competitive, try to make a little bit of extra money making the playoffs, and at least we'll have some picks in our stock just in case. Right. Now, like I said, they went and got Ben Simmons. At that point, you're kind of committing to a full rebuild. Granted, depending on how you feel about Ben Simmons and John Wall trying to play together, maybe you would still be a playoff team. But I think I, I agree with you. I don't think this is the best deal they could have gotten. But I don't think they got fleeced either. I think they just made a decision to go in a different direction and kind of just tread water for I years. Think the best deal they would have gotten is if they would have flipped him when they were supposed to. Yeah. I mean, and, of course. And, and after course. they didn't, this was probably the two best options you were gonna get. Of course. And and I looked at it in I looked at it in this regard. I was like, all right, would I rather have uh, yes, Victor Oladipo is definitely flippable. He's definitely a flippable piece, and you can send him over to Miami, get something back of value possibly. Definitely. But in this regard, I'm like, I would I would rather have Karis. I, think, I would and, rather have Karis. That's the thing that shocked me too, because I think now, it was Jared Allen, Christian Wood, and Boogie Cousins. All right, I can let that slide. You could send him off to Cleveland. That make uh, I would want Jared Allen too. But since I got Christian Wood and Christian Wood is a dog, all right, cool. We can we can let we can let Jared Allen slide. But I want Karis Levert. That's so what, it was a it that was, was a part of the trade that so, confused. So me. I was my I was like, where did these two parties come from? Yeah, I, I don't know if it was Why just was the Houston money. Just like you know what, I'll flip them. Yeah, I'll we don't flip need the players Karis for Oladipo. I'm like, what? And that's no disrespect to Victor. Victor no, 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 no. Like. But you're Karis hovering around younger. 30. You had a major injury. You already has vocally said that you want to be in Miami. Facts. So in my You head, put yourself back in a position of having them trade pieces again. And in rather my than head, just getting just a like, guy that you know you can have I can for the future. I plug in Karis immediately and think that he's going to be my wing for the future. Yeah. So, like, I agree with you. I think I probably would have kept Karis as well. Um, if I'm Houston, I don't. I still don't understand why they flipped him Uh Maybe Brian has a better explanation or something, but I don't. I don't know why. I don't know. I looked at the trade, and I mean, I looked at the picks. I said picks are valuable. Yes, yes, yes. But somewhere we're overvaluing them just a tad to where like, Karras is a proven ball player. Like, and he's young. He ain't. He ain't no. I mean, and once again, we didn't know he was. He had a mat. It's a it's a mass on yeah, his kidney. Yeah. So we didn't we didn't know that at the time. Facts. And we wish you all the well. Like we hope you get well soon and everything's well. You get back on the court, Karis. Like we you we like watching you hoop. So please get back on the court. Be healthy. All in the third. But homie just dropped forty four. And we and Brian sits here and he tells us how great John Wall is of a playmaker. So you put him next to Karis, like, okay, maybe this could be something all right. Look, man. We could be all right. I ain't arguing with you. I like Karis. So I was like, <laughs> so in my mind, I'm like, this that part didn't make sense. I felt like that one decision could possibly bite them in the butt. It possibly. I think Houston, that was the worst move they made out of all of this. I think it's flipping Karis for, and, for Vic. Yeah, and Cleveland was just I, once again, I just don't know where they came from. They got all the bigs. They're just I'm collecting like, the bigs. They were like, the Lakers did it last from. year. We're like, going to do it this year. I don't know what they're trying to prove. They're just trying to be, they're always a step behind chasing LeBron. That's all this is, chasing Bron. Bron had eight bigs last year. We're going to have eight bigs this <laughs> year. So, it, I mean, it obviously makes Andre Drum, Drummond. Oh, Andre Drummond's good. He's, he's, yeah. he's, he's out of there. He's out of there. He's out of there. Now, um, when and how, I have no idea. Which, I can't figure I, it out. I just hope he lands in a, in a good situation. Yeah. 
He does. He deserves a shot on a good team. Yeah. Facts. Um. Just going back to Karis LeVert. I get it. On surface level, like it seems like having Karis LeVert would be better than Victor Oladipo, but I understood why they went with Vic. Now tell us, because I don't. You want somebody who is a little bit more proven, who is a little bit more on the timeline of John. Once again, they recognize that they don't have their own first-round pick, so they're trying to stay competitive as long as humanly possible. Karis LeVert, for as many flashes as he has shown, and we can talk about Victor Oladipo's injury history, yeah. Karis LeVert is worse. <laughs> like, Karis LeVert has never played more than 70 games in a season. He's played 40 and 45 the last two seasons. Mm-hmm. He's injury prone. Unfortunate, but it's true. Yes. Even you, this year. Including with, last season? In, last, last season, he season, only well, played How, how many games. games did they play? Huh? And they played like 60-ish last year. So that's including the bubble. Like, if the bubble didn't happen, he wouldn't end up playing. Because remember, he was already hurt before the bubble. Yeah. So, like, the bubble actually saved him and got him back playing. Like, Karisberg has been an injury prone player his entire career. And granted, he has shown flashes of being something special. But if you're the Rockets, it's this idea of, like, the Rockets have shown, granted, Daryl Morey is not there anymore, but the guy who's in charge of it, the GM now, somebody that worked, worked under Daryl Morey, they've shown they've had a knack for finding guys who they believe have more talent than people who see. So I think they looked at Karis Burton and they were kind of like, he's good, but he's not a star. Like, he's not somebody that can be a star. But I don't think, I think Vic is, is I can say this. I don't think we've seen the best of Karis LeVert. I don't know what the best of Karis LeVert is. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've seen it. I do think we've come to the point where we probably have seen the best of Victor Oladipo. I agree with that. So now the real question is, can Karis be better than what Vic is now? And I think so, yes. So that way, I think that he's a more appeasable uh, piece in terms mm-hmm. of if you do decide to move him, because I don't think they're going to ride this Vic wave out. Already said Vic doesn't want to be there. He wants right. to be in Miami specifically. So- Vic hasn't said he wants to be in Miami. He's hinted and flirted with the idea of going to Miami. But Vic's whole thing is, one, he wants to get paid. Two, he just wants to get out of Indiana. Once again, if he goes to Houston, and he's playing, Vic has been playing Dude, very been well, playing this really well this season. Like, Vic is, looks like he's finally getting his legs on him. He's bouncing back. If Vic plays well in Houston, and like I said, John Wall looks like he's ha- having a bounce back. Christian Wood looks like a beast. Like, I think Houston is a playoff team. So, if they make the playoffs, Vic plays well there with John Wall, who I think makes an excellent defensive backcourt with the pairing of them two, which I think is something they banked on more than Karis LeVert. No, that's facts. It's... Like I said, I think either they can convince Vic to stay. And like I said, I think Houston's whole thing is we just want to trade water. We don't have our own draft picks. I was just about to say, so yeah. So trade so water. So they just trying to trade water into these Brooklyn picks rolling? Exactly. So let's just trade water. We got Now we got some first-round picks, so we can add young talent if need be. And we can flip Vic for something else down the line. Maybe. Maybe John Wall can recoup some of his stock this year, and we can flip him down the line. Don't tell me it's impossible. We just saw him do it with Russell Westbrook and everything else. Oh, I wasn't going to be the like, one telling you it's impossible. So I think they're kind of just looking at this like they didn't want to put a lot of stock into Karis LeVert if Karis LeVert wasn't going to be a superstar. Because having Karis LeVert next to John Wall and all these other guys, like Karis LeVert has shown he's somebody who really is only special if he gets to dominate the ball. And if you already have John Wall, you now putting time into Christian Wood. It's like, are we really going to give Karis 20 shots a game? Eh, probably not. So why come mess up the flow? Like, let's just stay competitive. Let's bring Vic in. He, we know he's a proven ball player. And once again, if you don't think Karis is a superstar, why am I going to give him 20 shots? I'll let, I'll let it slide. 
I'm not saying it's like, right or wrong. I'm just I'm just telling. I think that th- they're thinking that's their thinking that's their on thinking. it. I think. Yeah. I, I think I would have kept Karis. I feel you. <laughs> yeah, and, like, I, and once I don't know if I can disagree with that. At this point, yeah, I feel like at this point we're, we're talking preferences in terms of time because, like you saying, like. Karis Levert falls a little bit off their timeline because he's, he's, he's younger. He's younger. younger. He's only two um, years younger than Vic. Um, but I'm definitely trying to. I think I'm trying to make that decision going with Karis and say, all right, the flashes are there. We've seen other guys who had injury history early bounce back and find ways to be durable and then be very worthwhile. Like at the very least, I look at Karis a possible. Will Barton or something like that. Even if he's that, he's not a star, but he's just a, a really you said, great. Like, that's minimum for him. Yeah, like a great six man possible starter. All right, that's a that's a body you keep it for a while now. Like that's real. He's a he's now a core piece to a team. So, but I think I think the way we probably see Karis where and Vic's an expiring contract, so once again, it also frees up cap room. But you don't let him walk. I mean, they probably don't, but I think at the same time, once again, nobody knows what the NBA cap situation is going to be like. Right. They're, if they can't flip him, I don't think they would necessarily be mad with him walking out the door. It would just be like, dang, we got to bite the bullet on that. Mm-hmm. Instead of like, we have to, like, Karis already signed his contract extension, so it's like, you're on the hook for that either way. Yeah, regardless. Like, it, like I said, I feel like Houston just made a decision just to have more decisions down the line, if that makes sense. That's a headache. That's in front offices, man. They do mental gymnastics. They do. They do. Shout out to all the uh, the capologists <laughs> to make the money work. Cause guys, be I know. Like I'm not saying that all GMs <laughs> don't know, or and I haven't spoke to a GM yet. I can, I will one day, but I'm sure like they be having a lot of these trades in theory, like we do, and then they got to go to the capologists <laughs> to be like, no, hey, does sure. the does the money actually make this they work? Does this make money. any sense? And this, and this is generally it's probably the capologists. <laughs> Who, who, all the people was like, nope, you're going to need a third team. And they yeah. were like, all right, boom. And then they come back with something else. Mm-hmm. No, they're like editors for newspapers, I guess. I guess. I guess. That's one way to look at it. And Cleveland just be jumping in trades to jump in trades. And, uh, so here's the thing. Cleveland getting Jared Allen is actually a really good pickup. It's a, That's it's a, a young, young big who yes, he I fits perfectly with Colin Sexton and Darius So if I was I him, I would have jumped in that trade. I'm not it. mad at it's that. It's just the fact I of like it. now you have Andre, Kevin, Larry, Larry. Nance. It's yeah. like somebody got to go. And truth be told, Kevin and Andre need to go, but they can't get rid of Kevin. Right. So I feel bad for him. Oh, I do too. Man, we also we called this. Yeah. At least I know Leek and I did back in. When they get together. When everybody started asking out. When he like, signed they, the extension. It was yeah, like, he signed the extension yeah. and on, everybody man. started asking out. Like, you know you're going to be here longer than Bron, right? He's stranded. <laughs> like, he is stranded. But in again, Cleveland. Long as he's happy, though. I'm not I'm not hating on Cleveland at 21. <laughs> I was trying to bait you. I was trying to bait you. <laughs> trying to set me up. Nah, man. Y'all right, man. I can't talk about y'all this week. Or... They been hooping. Off season. I can't. I can't. They been hooping. Y'all they beat the hooping. Steelers handedly. I mean, y'all got it. I mean, I can't even talk to y'all right now. I'm Fair. gonna be quiet. But um where were we, where were we, man? Uh, do we just wanna talk about the Nets? Like do what how, how's the Nets fan feeling about this? Is does this I, assure the championship? I, I am a Lakers fan. <laughs> I don't know how many my times bad, I gotta my tell bad, that. My bad. You and know that question I asked you about who you rooting for if the Lakers played the Warriors? <laughs> who you rooting for if the Lakers played the Nets? 
To be to be completely honest, me and me and Leek had this conversation, right? <laughs> and I kept it one hundred percent real with him. I was like, "Yo, y'all know how huge of a Kevin Durant fan I am, how big of a Kyrie Irving fan I am." And before the trade, like if they met up in the in the in the finals somehow, mm-hmm. in my heart of hearts, I'm still gonna be pulling for my Lakers to win. Okay, but just the way and the events of the past couple of weeks, and just I guess my distaste with media has it. As it always has been. Right. Now I just kind of want to see like the Nets just destroy everybody and shut everybody up. Maybe it's a personal thing with me, just so like everybody who says something you got stupid. Got this period of Tillman Fertitta, man. Just, just <laughs> a whole bunch of spite. Maybe it's maybe it's my media spite right now that has me pushing for the uh, the Nets to achieve all that they can achieve. Um, Is this? Is this tied to the Jackie McMullen comments? It's tied to all of it. All of it goes. It keeps getting fueled. Oh, I missed the Jackie McMullen comments. You didn't hear it? Ooh, nah, wait. I missed it. <laughs> Man, I've heard a lot. There's been a lot of comments, so don't, don't look at me because I said I missed one. No, no, no. no. no this I'm one just was surprised wild. that I this actually have it to pull up for you. So this is about the Nets or Kyrie? This, this is about, about Kyrie. Kyrie. Of course. All right, so, mm, excuse me. So this is the conversation that happened between Jackie and Kyrie. So she says, so I will tell you this. I was thinking about all the conversations I've had with Kyrie through the years. One of them I had, I don't know, two years ago, we got into some argument about, you know, something. And he's like, well, there shouldn't be an NBA draft. Players should be able to go wherever they want to go. We're not, you know, someone's property. And I'm like, yeah, you are, dude. That's the way it works. That's why you get paid all these millions. Jackie Mack lost one. No, oh, 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 it goes further. It did, it does. Jackie, a Celtics fan, released a Kyrie Mood Swings report months after he left Boston. Mm-hmm. It basically just attacked Kyrie's mental health. His former Celtics and current Nets teammates denied it. Mm, the irony of this, of uh, the irony of this, a year before she went after Kyrie's mental health, she did a five-part series on mental health and athletes for ESPN. She is not looking good right now. She's not. She's not looking good she's right not. now. It was rough. It was rough to hear because I'm like, she's one of the people I was like, I mean, she's, she's one of the solid. Most, she's one of the she's most well-respected She's yeah. out here for a while. She's been doing this for a long time. Definitely in that in that upper echelon of sports writers that we talk about, the door, not the Doris Burks, but the... The Woody Pages. Yeah, she's, the, she's been at this a Tony long time. Tony and Mike Wilbons, all those like her. Her seal is stamped. Like yeah. she's she's definitely earned. So to hear that, and I actually listened to the bite. It's I was like, comment, ah, that does no, it's, not it's sound utterly disgusting. Good. If we gonna, if we gonna be, real, it was not good. It was man. disgusting. One heard. It's not a good comment. It was not good. And, and like, I, and I know what she was trying to say. And I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to always be that guy to be like, I know what she was trying to get at and the point she was trying to make. Like, no, you really can't go wherever you want to go because that tips the scales of... It's that word. It's property. property. As soon as she said that, I was like, you lost me. Because Kyrie does have a point and I don't belong, like, to anybody. Like, I'm... You can't just snatch me away. I understood his frame of mind. It's a vendor relationship almost in my mind. It's like... I understood his frame around of thinking, and I wasn't all the way there with him. I was like, okay, I get the draft process. I understand what it's meant for the league, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And then she just she just made me say, like, forget the draft, forget everything. Like, if that's how some people are going to view us, and that's how some people do view it, exactly. which makes it even worse. Because now we have a white woman telling a black male athlete that, yes, you are property. Even though 
I understand where you're coming from, Greg. Right. I do get what she was trying to get at. That was, like I said, the choice most- of words matter, man. Choice mm-hmm. and and in these in these moments, <laughs> choice of words matter. Like, we're not. And, and here's the and here's the funny thing. Here's the funny thing. They writers and analysts and all that consistently tell black, excuse me, just athletes in general, you don't know what you're talking about. You're not educated enough to talk about this. You need to just hoop. Well, you are educated. You have a pl- you have a huge vocabulary you could have chose from. And you pick the word property. And I get it. And so if you don't saying- get the pass these players should get that you're not giving. You don't get that because you've been writing for 40 plus years on this said topic. The worst part is it's not like Kyrie came out and leaked this, this, this conversation. She said and didn't understand how bad it was in that moment. Like, you reiterated it to the world. Facts. It wasn't like this came out of a conversation that you didn't know that was recorded or anything like that, or if y'all were just speaking off air. This is something that you brought up like, hey, man, look, Kyrie doesn't know what he's talking about. He's property. That's how it came out as. And then now everybody hit the stop button and was like, no, like, in Jackie... And your attempt to attack Kyrie Irving, you made yourself seem foolish. Fact. And a lot of people are probably going to look at you like you're racist. And I'm not going to take it that far. I'm not. I know generally I'm the guy who <laughs> probably pushes things to where, but we know. to be completely. <laughs> but yeah, we get it. I call a spade a spade. Fact. I think what she said was disgusting and it was vile and et cetera, et cetera. I don't think it came from that place though. Yeah. But I do think it came from a place of hate for this one individual. Which is as disgusting as a lot of other things as well. Yeah, Jackie's history with Kyrie is well documented. Uh, her and Kyrie, she once again being the Boston writer and sports person, she is all Boston writers are having a because it's trip. Boston. Because I can tell They're you about Boston. You want, you I heard t- some stuff about the Ringer and Bill Simmons. Mm. Like Boston has a very interesting history. That's nice of saying it. That's I'll, the nicest way I could say it. I will call Boston um, racist an entire. If you want to, if you can call Cleveland trash now, a couple pods ago, I can call Boston now, racist. I didn't call him trash. He called him trash. No, I'm talking. Um, yeah, I'm talking <laughs> that's not why I think Cleveland is trash. Um, I don't think Cleveland is racist. I just think the city is undesirable. That's it. That's all. Yeah, I ain't gonna say Cleveland racist, but I'll say Boston is. <laughs> just like I'll say like Salt Lake City is. Anyway, <laughs> trying to, try to move on. No, I was so yeah. Boston has an interesting history with everything, right? Yeah. I will say, Kyrie Irving has definitely gotten the full brunt of that because of some of his antics and some of his actions in Boston. Once again, I've gone on record saying his teammates can deny what they want to deny. Like I said, they're not gonna go out of the way to say anything bad about them about him. But there's always some truth to things that are said. Right. Like, Kyrie was an issue in that locker room. Granted, was he, like, the person that came in and yelled at everybody and made, like, a big scene? Probably not. But his mood swings probably did play a factor in the chemistry of the locker room. Him not really knowing how to fit in with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, not knowing how to really lead them and take them under his wing, mm-hmm. played a factor in how things went down he in contributed, Boston. He contributed to the Boston and negatives. Exactly. So, the media... Turned on him in Boston, like they do with pretty much everybody in Boston. Facts. And he's taken on the full brunt of that. And Kyrie has not helped himself a lot in those situations because he said a lot of dumb things along the way. So, but yeah, that comment was ridiculous. That's that's bad, Jackie. I can say this. It was rough. <laughs> as much as anybody want to say whatever bad, Kyrie Jackie. comment he's ever made is stupid, 
That's, that's dumber than whatever the dumbest Kyrie comment is. Yeah, yeah, that was bad. Easily. Yeah, and so I think to get and back, to come out doing this time, right? And to get back to get back to, I guess the Nets in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, these are the things that's still circulating. That's also still going to be circulating when he returns. Oh yeah. Um, and I think we found a new villain for the league, even though it won't be as villainous as LeBron. Wade and Bosch in Miami, but I think we've. I think the league has found someone. I don't know about that one. I'm gonna say there was absolutely <laughs> no way. Great card reason is one. Like there is no way it could be more villain. It's it's not going to be because we've seen it a couple times now. We've seen Bron and them be the villains. Mm-hmm. We've seen the KD Warriors be the villains. Like at this point, it's like okay, every four years we just get a new set of villains. It's not the same venom to it. Like, are people burning James Harden jersey somewhere? Sure. Am I seeing it on a timeline anywhere? No. Like, people are going to be mad. People are going to be whatever. But at this point, the way the superstars move and the freedom of movement that the players have, we're kind of We get to a mutual understanding of it. To where people are just like, this is just the way the league is now. Like, when Braun did it, it was, we didn't see three guys to that caliber link up in their prime like that. So everybody was like, wow. And we definitely didn't see it being made on a live TV special. So yeah, people hated it. When KD joined the greatest regular season team ever, nobody really see it. But now it's like, and I guess it's a different kind of taste too because Kevin's coming off an Achilles injury. Kyrie with all of his injuries and on the court, off the court. Scenarios and issues, wherever you, however you want to define it, mm-hmm. and then with James just coming from Houston thing, now it's kind of like, well, we kind of didn't like any of y'all anyway, because it's not like any of them were loved. Braun loved, revered. So was Dwayne Wade, but nobody really looked at Dwayne Wade to Chris Bosh as the villain in those aspects. It was so, our hate was directed to the person that we loved. The Warriors, quiet as kept, loved. Kevin Durant was still loved before he went to the Warriors. But now all three of these guys already have somewhat of a reputation. Mm -hmm. So it's like, well, whatever, the three bad guys are linking up. Like, nobody cares about Slytherin. That's how it kind of, they kind of feel like Slytherin. They locked Slytherin in a dungeon. (laughs) They locked the whole house in a dungeon. They're like, yo, we don't want nothing to do with y'all. We just don't trust none of y'all. That's hate. (laughs) I didn't say they weren't going to be hated. It's not to the same level of what Braun got and what the Warriors and KD got. I think it might be worse. I think it only is going to reach that if they win. Like if Exactly. They start, if they start winning, now we're going to hear that, about that's it. That's all I'm saying. I I'm think, talking about initially, though, we're, we're not yeah, getting that same vibe. But I think it's more so just because of how I came together. Like I said, if Harden had joined them before the season started, mm-hmm. I think that level of hate would have rose dramatically because just the lead up, you know how media, everything yeah. would have built on top of each other. But, was Harden, we already understand how KD was viewed and how Kyrie was viewed. Mm-hmm. One was called Cupcake, KD. Harden Kyrie. wasn't hated. Harden, exactly. Harden's a choke artist, though. Yeah, like, he's, we, but he's like not Harden hated. is hated. He was, is kind of in his own right. People hate his play style. They hate the fact that he looks for free throws all the time. They hate the fact that he chokes in the playoffs. They don't like ice. Like, all the three of them have a following of hate that circulates around them. Mm-hmm. And all of it has now come together in one city. 
And once again, they're all hated for various reasons. That's what makes it kind of interesting. KD's hated because he went to Golden State and mm. he legit had maybe the most talented team of all time. Kyrie's hated because of his media antics. And James Harden is hated because of his play style. And to top it all off, all three of them have said things and done dumb things in the media. And now it's all in the major media market in America. Ooh, I hope they win a chip and don't talk to anybody afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> and like, but those are the type of things that that's the thing that makes them the villain. Okay. Like if they start winning, and that's I think that's always the key. Teams are always hated when they win. That's the most important thing. Facts. LeBron was perfectly fine after he lost to Dallas. We saw him humble. It was like, oh, okay, we saw him take an L. Ooh, we love him just, again. If they just run, if they just run through it, which I don't think they will, but if they just run through the East and then mm-hmm. win the title, yeah, they're going to be maybe the most hated team, I think, oh ever. Oh, God, I would love wow. that so much. Because their play style is not going to be one that's aesthetically pleasing to pure basketball fans because they're going to be iso-centric. We already know that. Kyrie, Harden, and KD. They're just going to be guys who make and take – they're going to take tough shots and they're going to make great shots. That's what they are. They're not going to play great defense. That's just not going to happen. Like, they're literally going to be – even the old heads aren't going to like this team because they're going to just be like, oh, they just run up and down the court and shoot all day. They don't play no defense. They're not physical. They don't do – like, the only people that are going to like them are people that are just like, hey, I love KD. I'm rooting for Kyrie because I, like I don't buckets. like the media. Like, like they're going to have a cult following. Ah. That's what that's the type of that's the type of fans they're gonna have. They're gonna have a cult following. But I think if they start winning, the mass majority of people are gonna be like, I don't like them. So you don't think you don't think the city of New York's gonna embrace them? Uh, uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I will. I, I will think so. Because they need somebody yeah. to root for that wins in that city. Exactly. Like mm-hmm. I think the city of New York will rally around them just because they haven't had a winner in so long. If the city embraces them, the media will embrace them. I don't agree with that. New York is kind of split though, because mind you, they in every single last like major sports, like they have multiple teams. Yep. Like well, you have the Nets, you have the Knicks, you have the Giants, and I and they all suck the until yeah. Brooklyn. I mean, let's. let's I'm t- I'm being honest. New York, like they got the, the Jets suck. Oh, they got the. Okay, yeah, they got the. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. My, bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Ah, but they got the Mets. They got the Mets too. My bad, my bad. <laughs> Nobody watches baseball no more. I mean, all right. I'm Some people do. I just don't like baseball. That's just a preference. I'm not going to diss the sport on air. Wait till these cameras go off. But, <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> but no, realistically, but like, I don't think, I think, I think some people, I think it's not going to be as cultish as mm-hmm. your statements just made it seem. I can understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think their brand of basketball is still going to be appealing to a lot of people. And it's going to be people who generally value individuals. It's, to be honest, it is going to be people like me who might not follow them as individuals like, oh, this is going to be a cult. Like, I watched the Brooklyn Nets and I was like, oh, yeah, that's going to be like my second team simply mm-hmm. because they have my literally one and two favorite players on that team. Facts. And they were my two favorite players just because of the talent that they bring and what they can do with the basketball on any given night. It, oh, yeah. They're going to be Highlight City. It's just... Now, when you add James Harden, I don't think it's going to be what a lot of people think. Like, oh, they're just going to put them on one at the top of the key, one on the other wing, the other on the other wing. They're just going to swing and dribble. I don't think they... I think they're going to get up on down on the floor. They're going to take a lot of shots. This team could go for 140 points on any given night. It is going to be one of those, but I don't think it's going to be as ugly as people try to make it seem. Because 
when I still watch KD play basketball, whether it's with the Thunder or the Warriors, it was beautiful. I've seen Kyrie get in the flows where I'm just like, yes, this is what you're supposed to do. Now, James with the Rockets, that is the one where I can say I've never watched the Rockets game and see James Harden play, and I was just like, wow, just love this brand of basketball, even personally. My and biggest I love concern buckets. isn't James Harden. My biggest concern is Kyrie. Kyrie. I don't I don't think that's going to be an issue, and, and, personally, and as I, long as they don't let the noise again, get to them. I hate doing this because I don't want to feel like, or I don't want y'all to listen to me and be like, Greg talking two sides of his neck. He, one minute he's talking about how bad the media is towards <laughs> Kyrie, and then he's come back and he gives all the reasons why. No, Kyrie has definitely as, contributed as to of, the negative image that he has in the media. But but it is I'm just talking, But I'm just talking play style. I'm just talking play style. I think Kyrie is probably going to be the one that's, Someone had who 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 was I think it was Nigel, Nigel on Twitter. He was like, and shout out to Nigel if he watches this show. <laughs> um, he was I think he said, I wonder who's gonna tell Kyrie he's the third option. And I oh, was like, oh, my favorite meme has been Kyrie left Cleveland to be Batman, became Robin, and now he just became Alfred. Yeah, yeah I saw that too. And like I said, like who, who's gonna tell Kyrie? Who's gonna tell Kyrie think, he's gonna be? I think the next the team is gonna option. be fine. If they don't care about none of that, what was just said. Because problem, if that stuff does get in their head, then granted, like, yeah, that could be an issue. But to be completely honest, if they just go out there and hoop, there are going to be nights where Kyrie is the number one option on that team the way he's going. The best, the best, the best facilitator on that team is James Harden. Yep. Yeah. So that means he will dominate the ball more so than any other. We already know that Kevin Durant doesn't need to dominate the ball. He'll have the ball for three seconds, and it's already up. But I think Kyrie gets to play his what he always wanted to do. I don't think Kyrie necessarily I don't think that's wanted to play point. I think Kyrie wishes no, Kyrie he was, definitely Kyrie wants to play point. I think Kyrie point. wishes he that's was 6'5 and out, could play the two. That's why he fell out with LeBron in Brooklyn. Like, he literally had to save it. That's why he had the main reason. That is one of the main reasons. He literally said, I want to be the point guard. That's what he said. He wanted to have more control, of course. He wants to be the point guard. That's not... Being the point guard and having more control of his situation on the basketball court, two different things. We've all talked about how LeBron can come up, dribble the ball for 18 seconds, and then swing it to Kyrie for the last Well, he's about to watch James Harden do that now. I don't, and that's why I think. I don't think it's going to move just like that. I, once again, I don't think that's going to be the case either. I don't think James Harden's going to hold the ball for 18 seconds and then dump it off to you know, a, blind, you know, a blind target like he was doing in Houston when he dropped like 16 that one game. That was wild. Um, but... I do think there's going to be a lot of facilitating and a lot of action being ran through James Harden for everyone else. Because but I he's, think it's going to happen. I think all three of them that. are going to initiate offense at different points in the game. It's not just going to be like that each and every time. And that's what I'm saying. If they don't let the noise get to them, if Kyrie's like, yo, I don't care if James is bringing up the ball this time or if everybody can just get into their sets and move, we're all expecting Kyrie to come back and just be spiteful. Well, I'm not going to say we all because I'm not. A lot of people are expecting Kyrie to come back and be spiteful. I'm not. I'm not saying he's going to come back and be spiteful. I'm, that's not what I'm saying. But you're saying he's going to come back and not try to fit in or fit in. I'm or not something saying he's like not going to come back and try to. Then fit what's in. the issue with Kyrie fitting in on the team with James Harden there now? The problem I'm seeing right now, the problem I'm seeing right now is that Kyrie has always wanted to be the point guard, not and to have more control. Like you said, he wants more control. The problem is he just dropped down off. Two notches off that said control. At one point, it was him and KD. And Truby Joe, I think he had more control of the offense than KD did. Yeah. Well, I think 
he was already there, and then we were still trying to see how KD. Like my said, we only like what twelve games in a season, something like that. So I mean, well, I, I, I think I mean, that's like, always been a thing with KD though. Like we saw that with Russell Westbrook. Like KD's not a dude. He's not LeBron. He's not going to dribble the ball before. KD not, is so he's so potent. He's like, I'm just going to get to my spot. and I'm knock down shots. Exactly. Like, like he's just so potent. So the real with the question rock. is, y'all don't think Kyrie and James Harden can coexist? I think it's going to be a struggle. It's going to take some time. Nobody said it was going to be a struggle. Nobody gonna, said it, was, gonna take w- it wasn't going to take uh, some time. But the question was, do you think they can coexist? Do we? So are, are we asking, do Are you I banking think, on them coexisting or not? What do we define as coexisting? Do I think they can win a title together? I'm going to say no. Do I, like I said, will they, ha- will no, they both they, average 25 they, this they, year? Probably. If they don't win a title, do you think it's because Kyrie just didn't want to fit in with them just because I think he wasn't It's not so much that he ball. won't want to. Then what's the issue with Kyrie I, fitting in next to I think they just don't fit. Out? I think they just don't fit. Like, that's my thing. Kyrie can try to make it work, but I just don't think they fit. I don't think the three of them together works. It'll put up numbers. It'll be entertaining. But to win a championship, I don't think that's it. Man, we're going to see. We are. It's gonna be a very. It's gonna be entertaining. It is gonna be extremely entertaining. I'm not sure. Like they're they're all gonna have nights. They go for fifty. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Easy. Like they're all that talented. Yeah. But I think to win a title, I still think we saw it against Orlando last night. Is amazing and as great as James Harden and KD were. I was like, oh man, they just gave up 115 points to the Orlando Magic, who literally are missing three of their starters. They can't play defense. They can't rebound. Kevin Durant is now their second best center. Jeff Green is probably their most relied upon bench player now. That is not a good recipe. I would say, granted, <laughs> Kevin Durant was going to have to see a lot of that position this year with Jared Allen being traded. I really wish they could have somehow finessed. I wish they had kept Allen. Jared instead of DeAndre because DeAndre is washed. I I'm al- sorry. I He's always washed. said Jared over DeAndre. Yeah, because it's fat. <laughs> Everybody in the NBA says Jared over DeAndre now because DeAndre is washed. Shout he's out to DeAndre Jordan. I wasn't going to go that My fault. Far. Let me not say he's done. Yeah. He's done being a starter level big in the NBA. I just like Jared Allen more. Because he's better. Yeah. I think Jared Allen is better than DeAndre Jordan right now. I just, like I said, I look at the situation and it's not, it's not that, like Brian said, they're going to be attaining. They're going to score. They're going to put up numbers, all that in the third. So then what do you think they're going to hit? What, you think they're going to get knocked in the second round? They're going to lose the six by the Bucks? Like, I think what's the, what's the, what's about the matchups. floor? The East is gonna come down to matchups. Like I think, I think Miami has a team that could possibly knock them all. All right. You can say say all right. Miami literally matches up very well with them. All right. Like I said, I think Boston, if Kimba Walker is healthy, can knock them off because they match up extremely well with them. Maybe Philly. Maybe Philly. I gotta see. I need to see more of Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid together with Doc Rivers. But Philly also has the type of roster that can knock them off because they're strong in the areas they are weak. Boston matches up well because they legit have three guys who can guard their three guys. But I'm sorry, James Harden and Kyrie are not guarding Kimba and Jason Tatum. Sorry, they're getting cooked. But Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum and Marcus Smart can guard Kyrie, James Harden, and KD. When we like, I, I they can't. I hate it when we have this this guard and guard back thing. When you're that talented on the offensive end, people can do a better job on you, I guess, but you're still going to have... Of course, they're going to get their numbers. It's going to come down... But once again, it comes down to five to seven, a little more than that. It comes down to maybe 10, 15 possessions in a game where it's like, that was a pivotal play. That was a pivotal moment. That was a pivotal non-score. That was a pivotal stop. You know, that was a pivotal rebound. Off Like, those are the... that In playoffs, that's all it is. It's 10 to 15 possessions. Because you're right. 
We're all pros here. <laughs> all of us been all of us been shooting ten thousand shots, fifteen thousand shots, fifty thousand shots a day to get here. We all can shoot the ball. We all can dribble. We all can pass. And if we're the last four, six teams left, then that means we're the best in the world to do this. So that means we all going to get ours. That's not the issue. The issue is when it comes down to the last 10 to 15 possessions, who can get the stop, who can get the board, and who can make the play. The problem is with, the problem is with Brooklyn. You don't think they're getting enough stops? I don't no. know if they're getting enough stops. I don't think they are. They're definitely no, getting They're, they're, they're getting They're knocking yeah. down the shot. <laughs> yeah. And once you don't, again. You don't know. That, and that's, that's a fair... That's a fair frustration to have with a Brooklyn team that we have yet to see in those crunch time moments who literally haven't even been all together on the court together. We haven't even right. seen nope, right. and once Kyrie again, on the floor together. Once again, it, and, this is where, and this is where I say James Harden should facilitate the ball more than Kyrie. And I know that like it's supposed to be this beautiful. It's almost like what Leek was saying. It's supposed to be this beautiful, if you get it, you go type mentality, all that in the third. Like I understand, like, yeah, in, in for Brooklyn, it's a lot Easier to be done because they're way more talented than just Kawhi and PG and Lou Will. Oh, I yeah. get it. They got the I three best one on one scores maybe in the league. No, they have. I literally told League, I was like, I don't care what statistics say. Those are the three best ISO scores in the league. Even with that, they score easier. James Harden finds easier ways to score for other people than anybody else on that mob. Yeah. So that means Kyrie has to take. And I know this sounds bad. A back seat in order for the team to elevate to where it's I supposed don't to be. I necessarily see that taken as a back seat. Here's the problem. I think he can the, play off the ball. He won a championship playing off the ball. He don't want to do that though. He's been saying and, and, he and, don't and this is and this do is what that. I said. I don't think that you think that Kyrie's willing to adjust. And even with that playing off the ball, because like, all of them are going to have to adjust except Kevin Durant. And that's the thing. Like, so the idea of him playing, it's one thing to play off ball to LeBron James. That's one thing. Granted, as much as I've knocked LeBron James' play style, I still think it's cost some rings. Like, he was still the undisputable number two. Like, in this, he's the number three. It's sorry, it's the reality. If James Harden's gonna be the one regulating but what, the offense, why is why is it everything coming down to they can't coexist because Kyrie's gonna be the number three and he's just not gonna be because like that. I don't think he has a number three mentality. And that's what I'm saying. Everybody's banking on Kyrie to just not be able to get with the I don't think he has a number three. I don't think he has a number three game. Now that's more something I would like, like to discuss. Kyrie's rather than whether he's mentally capable of coming in. But and doing it, his job. I think it that all goes together. That, like, like Clay, Tom- basketball. Clay Thompson has the perfect number three game. He doesn't need to dribble. He doesn't need. He doesn't need to get the ball in certain spots. It's just like, dude, just run around the court. We're gonna set you a couple pin downs, and you're good. And we know he's gonna knock down shot. And he's always know. a threat. With these three guys as talented as they are, I think they can make it work. Like, and if they don't make it work, I completely think it's knock on wood, injuries, or B, it is a mentality thing, and I'm betting against the mentality. But once again, like, that's mentality, we've talked about this before, it's no different than a certain level of confidence you instill in a kid if you're his coach, and, and that manifests on the court. It's no different. Kyrie's mentality has to be based a certain way. You understand what I'm saying? Not the, the okay. kid analogy threw me off. Okay, <laughs> so you know how we said beforehand, uh, I think it was like 10 maybe 10 pods ago, we, it was a while ago. Was, I don't know why I said 10. It was, a lot of pod, <laughs> it was a lot of pods ago. We were talking about how coaches instilling confidence in their ball players elevates their game. Yeah, that's a mental 
Yeah. So if Kyrie's mentality has always been, I am a I one or pod. two. I think we're talking about PG. Probably. Okay. If Kyrie's mentality has always been, I'm a one or in two. I'm, I know I'm getting 25 shots. So, like, I think it was that game where he went, like, two for nine in the first half and then went dumb crazy in the second, ended up hitting the game winner or the go-ahead bucket or whatever. That's not the case anymore. Like, him being able to shoot himself into a rhythm is not an option anymore. I don't see. Like, and that's why I disagree. I think that's where I disagree. I think that's still an option for all of them. Because I don't think every single it's last... It's not enough possession. I don't think every single night basketball. we're just going to come in and say, like, Kevin Durant... You're, Kevin Durant's always going to be the number one option. But I don't think every single last night, through and through, we're going to say, Kyrie, you just got to get it, get in where you fit in. No, no, I understand that. But you but just said he can't shoot himself out slumps anymore because James Harden's there. The, like, that's, that's absurd to me. That is literally absurd to me that he's the, not going to have the offensive freedom that somebody as talented as he is going to have just because another super-duper talented person is there. I think there's going to be situations where either James says, hey, we're going to let Kyrie get in the flow of things, get in the rhythm of things. I think they empower each other. I think if they come in this right, willing to make it work, then the only thing that stopped them, like I said before, is it's knock no, on wood injuries. It's no defense. different. It's, it's, well, that's, that's yet to be seen, but like I can see why they that's are no not going to be good on defense. It's, it's no listen. You know what I say about the best defense. You can say it. I'm sorry. The la- there's only been one team in the last 20 years that's won a defense, won a championship without being a top 10 defense. Hey, look, man, that could be two. We'll see. And we'll see. This is a valid That is not option. a good like, point. This, this mob is valid. If, if, they, like, if anybody can do it, this, this is a valid mob. if anybody could do it, it's, it's this mob. mob. And, I, and see, I get and that. And I hear, like, oh I hear the Here. doubt, and I understand the, the caution, why everybody's looking at it right. like that. But it seems like nobody else is looking at how amazing this actually could work out to be. Oh, no, I if, see it. And this is... Only, I see it. Trust it, me it, when it, I tell if you. everybody buys into it, then it's like, yo, that's not much to worry about. I see it. And the only way I see it being the most... Being its best form. Its best form is James Harden being the point guard. That's his best form. I'm sorry. And like, I'm, there's no other way around James it for Harden me. James Harden being the point doesn't mean Kyrie has to come out there with a number three mentality every night. Not every night. Here, here's what you're missing. Here's what you're missing. All right, it's no different than we go hoop, right? We all know the person in front is we can cook. We can cook them. But we play into 11. If I come out, which majority of the time I end up doing, mm-hmm. I miss my first three, four shots. <laughs> what ends up happening? All right. You're going to swing it to somebody else swing and it. let him to cook. Swing it. Because we, we still got to get to 11. But this is still... So, Brian, this is go ahead and handle your business. Tamar, go ahead and handle your business. Because we got to get to 11. But this is, this is not... This so, is at the end of the game... that Kyrie's going to be the co- one coming so, out missing his first four shots. So not the, James or not KD. So, at the end of the game... At the end of the game... But here's the thing. Here's the thing. In this instance... Yes, I know I can cook the guy in front of me. But I'm not necessarily the best option to cook. cook. And I'm like... like Yes, I can go get 40 on this guy. I'm just, I'm just starting some, off slow. What if some nights Kyrie's a better option to cook than James Harden? Which it will ha- I'm not and saying that won't saying. happen. But when, when the conversation first started, it sounded like definite, no matter what, we're going to come out here. And Kyrie, you just got to be used to us looking at you as the third. And I don't think it's going to be like that. Here's a, here, no, here's the conversation. This is how it works. KD, you were the one. He's, Obvious, that's hands down. Like, you're yeah. the one, right? 
because of play style, because James Harden is going to have the ball. James Harden's going to have the ball in his hands. That means by default, TK. By I don't default, think that's default. I it think, is. I think Kyrie can play. I I think Kyrie can play off the ball and still. That's the end of the conversation. Yeah, that, that's all it's, it's about. It's, it's just whatever whatever you actually believe that Kyrie has the ability to do on the court. As that, if you're going to put the cap on him not being able to do that, I'm like I don't know. I think he's too talented to not. And then that would suggest that James won't even let him try to uh, work and flow into the offense either. All I'm saying that is... That would have to be self-sabotaged by multiple people on that team. All I'm saying is we saw Kyrie in Boston be with, granted, nowhere near as talented a mob, or at least top-end talent. Nowhere near as top-end talent, but still struggle with the idea of... Talented, period. I I'm ne- not going to say top-end talented. I'm saying Boston was not as top-end talented as this Brooklyn Like team. through and through. Mm. I think they were deeper, but it's a different discussion. Um, but yeah, we saw him with that Boston mob, and even though he was the number one option, even though he clearly got the most shots, even though the offense clearly ran through him, it was still this like he still fought against the idea of like, yeah, I need to and which work I always, with guys. Which, I need to, which I always bring up. That was the second year. Yeah, the first year he plays half a season and they're the number, you, they're the number one seed and everything is flowing. Perfectly right. But that goes to my point. Then the all season comes around. Multiple people on that team must be attributed a certain level of of, of credibility uh, credit to their to the demise to of that six. team because they brought negativity. Now you're dealing with two MVPs. What? So no, but no, but that goes to my point though. When it was all good, when there was no debate, there was no conversation of Jason Tatum can take some shots away from you. Jalen Brown think, can take some shots away from you. I don't think he's as looking at Kevin J- Durant and, and James Harden like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. But that's the point. That's the point, Taman. What is the point? Like he struggles with this idea of like there like he struggled with LeBron with this. As soon as Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown got a taste of it, he was like, I I don't know if I can work with it. like it's something about Kyrie having to work with guys who for whatever reason, All right, either take the ball away from him. Y'all got it. Or, Kyrie's selfish, and that's the only way he can play is everything's about him. That's you missing it's it. The point. That is literally what y'all are <laughs> saying. He's struggling when everybody gets a taste I mean, of that's what. That's a fact, though. He has See, struggled with that, This though. is what I'm saying. Y'all are getting at. Y'all are beating around the bush. It's something. All we're, we're not, saying I'm is it's something he's selfish. Exactly. You're not calling him that, but, but you're saying but, everything but around there, the word. But there are players in NBA history who have been like that. Who literally, AI was like that. AI was a dude who literally was really only great when he didn't have to share the ball. Well, it I think AI's, it most of AI's best years were spent. Yeah, you want to know why that was? Because Philly was like, yo, if we put, if we give them Jared Stackhouse, it doesn't work. That, that's, what they were like, Coleman, that's what they were like. They were they like, had, hey, they had, our best version of AI, we're just not going to give him help. Yeah, because that's when he was at his best. Man, get out of here. That's when he was at his best. That's, that's what he walked did. In, that's he walked into did. the league. Philly had two 20-point scores on the team. They had him. They weren't winning. They were like, all right, let's get rid of Jerry. Let's get rid of Derek Coleman. Oh, now we're a championship contender because our whole offense goes through AI. Larry Brown has even said that. AI does not work well when he has to share the court with another scorer. I can say this. That's a bad example because AI got to him to a chip. Yeah, so then he that's worked the better. only time he they were better. competitive. He worked better. By himself. That's my point. But that's a different scenario. No, that's the point I was making. I can say this. I think AI would have worked well with, with James Harden. No, and, he wouldn't. And Kevin Durant. Heck no, he wouldn't. I think that would have worked. He didn't work well with Melo. I think when you're, I think when you're that talented, Mello. I think, and like I said, that wasn't the best version of AI. I said that already. I said, we've seen AI out of this prime. Like I said, if y'all don't think that it could work, that's cool. But it's not about it's not about being selfish. I'm not calling Kyrie selfish. It's not even about beating around the bush or being selfish. 
he may be it may Kyrie may be willing to make this work. He may want to make this work, but his bet his best production in terms of what he turns up as in terms of what he puts on the floor is a guy who doesn't necessarily have the best pieces around him. You know what I mean? Like if the talent do you think do you think they can win if he's not being at his best production? So let's say like he does calm down the production and make everything fit and flow. Might work better for do him. Do you think do you think if he sacrifices more, do they win more? Because that is still an option, which I was trying to say is that he doesn't have to go out there and try to force and say, I'm gonna get mines. Because we've seen people take steps back. We've seen people sacrifice. You've seen people sacrifice. So the ha- question is, do you think that Kyrie's going to be able to come back and sacrifice? sacrifice but when, ha- when have we seen a guy of this caliber? This ta- we have called this man the most talented player. One of the most talented At his players position, yeah, to for sure. ever touch the court. Greatest ball handler ever. Dwayne Wade sacrifice. And he was a top five player in the league at that time. To a two. He wasn't Chris Bosh. He, Kev- he wasn't Kevin Love. He was just a two. I mean, fact, but... Like we, 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 we started this conversation, I said this is literally the, the most Heat, talented trio ever. This is literally the most talented trio ever. When we mentioned the Miami Heat, what did we say? We left out Chris Bosh's name. We talked about the duo of LeBron and D Wade. We th- we talked about the lives of D Wade throwing the ball full court to Bron. We talked about the, that iconic picture. Like those are the moments we talk about when we talk about Miami well, Heat. Somebody the a lot is, of people get strong. The problem is when we start having these conversations and we start leaving out Kyrie out of the picture. That's where guys like him have a problem. I'm not calling him selfish. But then when you say guys like him, what adjectives would you use to describe a guy like him? A guy who wants control. So he's controlling. A guy who wants control. It, that's been his whole thing. Fair, he may be fair. willing if he, to... If he blows this up because he's as controlling as you say he is, then I, you're but that's the thing. I just, I'm betting against that. I don't think he necessarily has the... Like, that's the thing. I think that's where we're different here. Like, I don't think he has to blow it up for it not to work. It's just a simple fact of sometimes the court chemistry does not work for whatever reason. That's not blow, he he might He may want it to work. He may come in and try to put it on the face and but be like, hey, guys, I'm here. Name. It's as if, like... Nope, James, well, KD, it, that's going to flow perfectly well. It's going to be Kyrie who makes everything. Well, I think good. that's because Kyrie is definitely the least talented of the three. Like, that's just where he's at now. Like, oh, if like it I comes said, down to it, who are we getting rid of? Kyrie. Even, but I don't even I don't even know if that's the case. I don't believe in don't, James Harden in the playoffs. I, I don't know if you that's the case. You just said that. We but, just, no, we just spent how many years clowning James Harden? We On this pod just now, we just called him a choke artist. He is. And once again, you can say that. I'll agree with you. I think he's a choke artist as well. But guess what? If Brooklyn has to choose between between Kyrie and James Harden, I can guarantee you they're, they're going to choose James probably, Harden. Yeah. I can guarantee that. Or whichever one made Kevin Durant happier. But generally, it's probably going to It's going to be James Harden. Because James Harden has proven he's the better player. I Once again. Not when it matters. Once again. Once again. Kyrie, let's I think I think a part of the problem is a part. Of, we wow, this whole pod is nuts. I did not expect that. Um, but I think the I think the part a part of the problem will be if there is this whole blow it up scenario. I think that's once again. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think it's going to be like a blow it up. Everybody runs off to their own separate corners and joins different teams and whatever. That would be hilarious. I don't think that's going to happen. Like every like Charles keep talking about this going to be a soap opera, all that. And the third, I do not think that's going to happen at all. But I think. A small piece, or the problem is, Kyrie does look at James Harden like, no, I'm better than him. I think, I think he, and I think he has a fair right to say he is when everybody's been telling me for the last five years that I'm the most talented player 
at my position. I don't. Now this guy shows up and now he's the most talented person on the floor. Like I said, I and literally I started this conversation with if they can block out the noise and that's the noise. That's literally the noise. Because if Kyrie just comes in there and was like, yo, we're going to do whatever it takes to win, if all of them buy in and say we're going to do whatever it takes to win and we don't care about what anybody's saying, they become the most dangerous team in the league. You're right. I don't know if I'm right. That's my opinion. I'm not going to sit here no, and state. I mean, I'm not no, going mean, to sit here and state, but like it's factual. No, 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 no. That's what I'm banking on. No. If everybody sits here if everyone, and bank in. No, if, like you're saying. If they all buy in, I think they're the most dangerous team in the league and, and that, they can accomplish the greatest of feats. And that's, a fa- and that's a factual statement. If they buy in, if all pieces and fall in I'm line. I'm banking more you say on that about the every great game. team in history. If, that's the thing of every great team. Can we? Can everybody buy? We said that about the Clippers last year. You're banking on them not buying in, and that was my question. Is so ba- why? No, I, I, once again, I'm a firm believer. I think they could buy in. I still think they will lose. I don't think their defense is going to hold up in the playoffs. That's just where I'm at. I don't think they're going to get enough stops to win playoff, win four playoff series. I don't believe. If they, especially if they got to match up with the Lakers. If they match up with the Lakers, I think they're in trouble. I don't see how. Who is guarding AD in that lineup? Yeah, I, I, I was, I was talking to my. My uncle and I was like, I think that's a six-game series. Like, I don't think that's a good match. Like, like granted, granted, who's guarding Joel Embiid? Pray nobody gets hurt. We'll see. Shoot, who's guarding Giannis in this lineup? You going to put Kevin Durant on for the whole game? You ain't forming a wall because you ain't got no wall back there. All right, it just sounds like they're just not going to beat anybody. <laughs> no, <I'm>, what, <laughs> and you, you know what? But I'm, this is I'm, the I'm fine with this because, Brian, a lot of your predictions went already real quick. So they I'm did? cool with that. Yes. Like what? Red, we could. Oh, let's have a running back pod. A lot of my predictions have been completely right, too. Let's let's please pray to God that we have a running back pod. A lot of my predictions have been really right. If we want to run the count up, I'm at least batting 500. I know I'm betting higher than you are. Maybe. You don't make as many predictions as I do either, though. You don't stand out on a limb like I do. Um, I think I can bat most of yours. So. So that means we're batting equal then. I don't think so. If you're combating me and I'm equal, that means you're equal. I, I said know, most I don't of us. Well, we can we can run it back, and if, if we really want to sit here and say who's been the most correct about predictions on this pod, we can do that. Are we talking? So, let, what predi- are we talking? Trade predictions? Are we talking I'm like talking team predictions? Bro. I'm talking about everything. Because you might, you might have me on trades. No, 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 no. We're no, 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 talking it's, team it's, predictions. It's, no, 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 no. Let's 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 just let it fly. Let's let it fly. We've been doing this for like an hour and a half now. One day we just gonna have a running back pod. I'm with we that. just, you know how like I'm it's a that. sitcom and it's get all dreamy and it's like, <laughs> I'm and with it's that. Like statements. I'm with that. Don't so hold. Don't confuse statements with no, predictions. No, no, Those no, are two no, different no, things. No, we can, we Those can, are two different things. Statements and predictions are different. We gonna things. see. He's definitely bad in the high. No, no, no. Let's just <laughs> like, no, <laughs> look. Great. Let's just let it go and let's just get on. I, hey, run we tape can, back. We can agree to disagree on this and that thing because I am. I'm taking the optimistic route that their talent and their level of wanting to win and make this work is going to combine where they're actually going to put in for And one thing I will say. The defense thing is, I think, is the biggest combatant of that, where I can actually agree on. One thing I will say, they all have a huge incentive to make this work. A lot of things on the line for them. That's what I said about Kevin Durant. Remember remember we had this discussion when Kevin Durant and Kyrie first got together. Mm -hmm. And I said, this is the first time we've actually seen Kyrie choose where he wants to go mm. and Kevin Durant is now having a huge incentive to try to prove because one thing Brian is super right about I think it does I think the noise bothers or bothered Kevin Durant more than it bothered Kyrie so Kevin Durant probably does have an incentive to like try to I don't think he has anything to prove for real but in like, that case like and they, then James Harden like yeah you you, you got a lot, lot to prove, prove. 
And I wish League was here because my next question was just to put um does this make the Clippers just put Clippers off the hook? Are the Clippers not off the hook because of this? That's a great question. Uh, well, the Clippers. I think they were off the hook once they lost last year. <laughs> in terms, of, in terms of off the hook, what? Just in terms no. of having to come back and prove. I think their stuff was just always they had to make it to the playoffs and not go like that again. Because nobody here except Leak picked the Clippers to get out the West. I mean, I don't think anybody in media is picking the Clippers to get out of the West. Like I, that's what I mean by off the hook. Like if the Clippers win now, it'll be more of a success than if they would have won last year. Yeah. So but, like I mean, even fair. I don't think there's any pressure on true. them now. No, I thought there was. I think there was pressure at the beginning of the season because of the way they lost down three one. All that. In the I third. think that more so goes to mind. They just can't go out like they did like last it. year. Like long as they think, don't choke and blow a three one lead again, I think they're fine. Because nobody has them winning anything. Exactly. This year. If they except lose to the, if they lose to the Lakers in the conference finals in six, it's like all right, whatever. If they lose to the Lakers for it's some fine. reason, the, the standings fall where they have to play them in the second round and they lose. Like okay. as long as you don't go out like you did last year, especially with PG, like. Yeah. If you if you, they come back and they both play to the level that they can play, and they just lose, it's fine. Okay. Because nobody. I, I, really was looking, I was looking at a situation. I'm like, nah, these guys are on the. They're still on the clock. They gotta win now or else. Or this might be considered one of the most disappointing unions of two stars. Like. Also, oh, you're saying did Brooklyn get them off the hook with? Yeah, because With that yes, because if because, Brooklyn loses, especially if Brooklyn loses like the second round or something like that, now the Clippers are gonna become an after joke. It's gonna be like, oh, Brooklyn, 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 Clippers, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Right, and so I think I think that's my mentality in terms of, I guess the store the story shifting towards. All right, this is where we're focused at, and I mean like even now, like normally we're so focused on the Lakers, we're so focused on LeBron, really, like. The Lakers have LeBron James. The biggest market yeah. has the best player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then possibly the second best player at AD because he's going. Um, uh, I don't care what nobody said. Like, the way Kevin Durant is coming back, I'll give him his number two spot back. Yeah. He's Arguably, that. and I had the argument with Leak all the time, like, starting in 2017. I was like, we're going to have to start having a real conversation whether Kevin Durant was better than LeBron James. But that's not a conversation <laughs> really anymore. And it was... I was probably one of the very few people having it doing. I was willing to time. have it for a moment, and I'll. But I, I was you, leaning. I it, was, it was yeah, a discussion. Yeah, it was at least from. a discussion. I don't really think. I mean, Kevin Durant's only played like what, like nine games since coming back from that Achilles. So yeah. But in those nine games, I can say this: if he would say like he wanted at least that number two spot, you got it. Because I can't look at Kevin Durant right now and say that you're better than AD, and that's no diss to AD. AD is the same player that we said was going to jump Kevin Durant for the number one spot in the league one day. We said LeBron was going to hey. fall off and AD was going to jump KD and become number one. The, so, point, the point is we're not even talking about the Lakers, right? I mean, the Lakers yeah. are quietly just top of the conference, top of the doing, conference what do. doing whatever. So, I mean, they're doing what they, we expect them to do. Right. And so this is just it's just a different air to all of this now because like uh, because of uh, Golden State. <laughs> Golden State because of Brooklyn and what they've done. Um, so I think that that's kind of but it's one, that was one of the questions I wanted to bring up the leak to see how he felt about it, but of course he ain't here. Uh, <laughs> our Clippers correspondent. Oh, <laughs> Clippers correspondent. I think that switches I think they play in like February. When Brooklyn plays the Lakers, and let's say for some reason like everybody's healthy, everybody plays and Brooklyn just smacks the Lakers, I think the spotlight shifts a little bit back on the Lakers. Like 
Or and the question is gonna be it's gonna be like split. It's gonna be well, is Brooklyn too talented from Lakers? Is LeBron getting old? Like people love to try to poke holes in that, and I don't think a regular season loss either way means it's, much. I think it's too early team. to say. Like we're so used to LeBron, like really being on cruise control during the regular season. I mean, these he last got the what, cruise eight, control nine in years. the playoffs. That was the weird part. Like these, look, he didn't these, have to hit that final gear. Yeah, like these eight, these last eight years, I think he's just been cruise controlling the, the entire regular season. Regular season. Yep. So it's like, I, I think this will be no different. And so it's just weird to see like this was never the case when Kobe was around. Um, when he was wearing the Lakers jersey, like there was always a conversation around the Lakers. It was always something to be said. There was always a little bit of spotlight on them. And right now, it just feels like it's just it's just they just chilling over in LA. So it's just, it's 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 different. And my my last question, because I mean we about done. Um, my last yeah, question. We said this was gonna be a Nets pod, and it was a Nets pod. I mean, full on Nets pod. It's, most, it's the biggest story. Right um, now, so. But my last question was: Is this trade of Harden leaving the West proving? Some LeBron Everybody's running correct. East. Everybody's running East. Are we seriously doing that? I got to. Yeah, I guess I guess you got to ask the question. But I got to ask the question. Personally, I don't think Cause, so. Because Houston, Houston was a team where we were like, all right, that's a at least top five seed. Oh, I thought that was me. Okay. Um, that top five, that's a top five seed. Now we're looking at them seven, eight, Brian had them six. as high as three, and I flirted so, with the three too. I said three to five. He said three, so, four minimum. Yeah, so James Harden State. So now, I mean, that's a that's a superstar now pushed over. Now we've always talked about how when LeBron got to the West, it would be a different story. When LeBron gets to the West, all that in the third. Well, at the time when we were making those comments, we thought Golden State Warriors is still gonna be Golden State. We thought Kevin Durant would still be there. Yeah. We thought Russell Westbrook would still be in the West. I mean, the West has taken some steps back. And the East has gotten a little stronger in terms of star power. Exactly. But I don't think, I wouldn't say people are running away from LeBron. Nobody's running away from LeBron. I don't. People who create that narrative are people who just, I don't know, the same people who probably try to make excuses for whenever LeBron loses something, to be completely honest. Why? I mean, why Why? Why is that not the case? Why, why? Why do we feel teams aren't, I mean, superstars aren't running from the West? I think because they're not like with James Harden left a team. Let's be so this whole thing like this. This is a LeBron fans thing. Like it they is. want they want to make this. Oh, uh, people are leaving the West now because LeBron. No, James Harden has been knocked out by the Golden State Warriors pretty much his entire Western Conference life. That's just what he's dealt with. And then he had he got stuck with going against LeBron James one time, and his teammate was Russell Westbrook, and they were running a five small ball lineup. That was PJ. their problem. Shout out PJ Tucker. Shout out PJ Tucker. Shout out PJ. Like. Okay, that's why James Harden bag. is getting out the West. Get Houston. him a bag. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm so sorry. that's why James Harden is getting out of the West. He just wants out of Houston. He wanted to be with Kevin Durant. Okay, whatever. Kevin Durant, we all kind of knew he was leaving his last year in Golden State. Okay. That was with or without LeBron. We knew he wanted to get to New York. He just wanted to team up with Kyrie. Had nothing to do with LeBron James. He just wanted to go somewhere else. Whatever. Honestly, I think it's more so because Kevin Durant wants to see LeBron James in the finals. I don't think he wants to see him in the conference finals. To him, I don't think. For, like I, I said, didn't I, think about that. That's fair. I've, I've gone on numerous records saying Kevin Durant's biggest issue is LeBron James. That is the biggest issue with his legacy is the fact that LeBron James got into the league before he did. So Kevin Durant you wants. You said that on the spot. I did. I'm, I'm on record saying that. 
Kevin Durant wants to see LeBron James on the biggest stage. Okay. That's what he wants. He doesn't want to see him in the conference finals. What's that to Kevin Durant? He wants LeBron on the biggest stage, he biggest wants, night in the NBA. He wants Larry all, he Magic. Wants all the smoke. He, yeah, he, he wants, wants, that. He's like, yeah, he he wants, wants Larry and Magic. Magic. You and me. Let's okay. go. Because I'm going to show everybody. Everybody thought you were the guy. I'm The only difference between you and me is you were born three years earlier. That's only, that, I think that's what Kevin Durant believes in his heart of hearts. Mm. That's gas. I think that's what Kevin Durant believes. I think he believes that. (laughs) I'm not going to sit here and say I believe that. Like, I honestly don't think, as much as a Kevin Durant fan I am, I don't think Kevin Durant is, like, if you compare legacy and put him up, it's Braun. But in terms of Kevin Durant, like I said, at one point there was a legitimate discussion while both of them were still in their primes, who's better? And I think Kevin Durant does look at it like that, like, individually – I'm more talented than you. I could just never show it on that stage because you probably had better teams than I did. That one time that, because I would have loved to actually see him not below that 3-1 against the Warriors and we had a Thunder versus Cavs. That, that's the one. That would have been the one that really would have been the best case for KD. It, because once again, Kevin Durant views LeBron James. Like I said, he came to the league. He definitely viewed LeBron as an older brother for a while. But then yeah, after the workout in the summers together and stuff. But then after that loss they took in Miami, mm-hmm. or he took with OKC in Miami, and literally we started seeing people pile on Kevin Durant, and people were like, oh, Kevin Durant couldn't get the job done. Blah, you, blah, wasn't blah. he like twenty three? He was twenty three. <laughs> LeBron was twenty seven. LeBron had literally hit his peak. All of them were in their prime because they had the way way and they all had, like they Le, and that was LeBron. I still to this day say that was LeBron. Second year, his, second year Miami. That was LeBron at his peak, mm-hmm. and Kevin Durant at twenty three was giving him thirty. Yeah, didn't he lead all scores? Like yeah. he was giving him thirty. <laughs> he was going. James Harden choked. Big time. Westbrook played bad. Kevin Durant was like, I'm going toe to toe. I'm not the problem. Yeah, I was say if Kevin Durant had a team around him as comparable as the Miami Heat had, like Bron James had, he wasn't him, supposed to win that. But they everybody to get there. I, when he got that first game, they I was weren't like, supposed Whoa. to get to the finals. They, they weren't supposed to get to the finals. But then we he all got thought there. the Spurs was going to get there. Facts. So when he took that L, and people started piling on Kevin Durant of this idea of like, well, you're not LeBron. You're not LeBron. You're yeah. you're not as good. You didn't beat him. It's like hold up. He's once again. That's like you and me in the backyard when we were younger. You weren't supposed to beat me when I was fourteen and you were eleven. Facts. Like that's not supposed to happen. Facts. Now, Greg once again, like, I don't care. Equal- <laughs> I but, saw the Greg face. Greg but, was like, I'm going to try to get it anyway. But exactly. But I got a few. And he, he got a few. Yeah. Kevin Durant got, got a game, a, right? Yeah, he got like, a game. That's the thing. Now, once again, as we got older and you started to mature, it's going to even I, out. I started to mature. It evened out. And that's what Kevin Durant looks at it now. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm now in my prime. You're still in your prime. Let's find out who's really better. But right. I think a lot of people, because mind you, when we talk about people who piled on Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. they're probably just Braun fans. Like, okay. And I yeah, think they right. powered on Kevin Durant, not just because it was like the love of Braun. It was, it was the love of Braun, but it was like, we see the threat. And we're going to try to eliminate it early. And what? that's generally how it happens. We've seen that with LeBron. I hate saying it, but LeBron media. They did the same thing to Steph Curry. Like, Steph Curry's media perception changed when he became a threat to LeBron James. Because at first he was just a media darling. He was. Everybody loved Steph Curry. And it was, right. is he Until too cocky he became a on threat. the court? Is he this and that with the shimmy in? And I'm like, what? We loved it a season ago. Yo, Steph Curry, to this day, is the only player in NBA history. I, I still don't understand how Andre Iguodala got the finals MVP. Because his whole – Steph Curry became a playoff choker essentially off one game in the 2015 finals. Game two. 
because he played bad. Which, if you really go through Steph Curry's career, we're literally seeing it this year. He always has a bad game every two weeks. Yep. He literally does. He's a high-volume dude who shoots from 30 feet. Yeah, shocking he has a game where he goes 3 of 15 every now and then. Fair. Like, shocking. 6'3", mind you. Like, 6'3", <laughs> not super explosive. 170 pounds soaking wet. Shooting over your best defender every day. So shocking Both that every, of them. So it's shocking every 10 games he throws up a clunker every one. I'm not surprised. It's expected now at this point. Yeah. But, but that, that was the way that they attacked him because he was a threat to Braun. And then, like I said, 2016 doesn't help him. He plays hurt. He doesn't play well. And since then, it doesn't matter what Steph Curry has done in the playoffs. He's a choker. Nick Wright will forever say he doesn't show up. Max Kellerman will ever say he doesn't show up in the playoffs. Factually, not true. Yeah. There's no evidence to back it up. But they'll keep saying it over and over and over again. Yeah, that is LeBron media. Yeah. And they did the same thing to Kevin Durant after LeBron beat him. It was Kevin Durant can't lead a team like LeBron James. Which, and truth be told, he hasn't done it yet. Right. This is the chance to show it. Because he went to Golden State. They were tailor-made. Good. I never had a problem with him doing it. But it's not what LeBron James has done. So, this is an active move. Kevin Durant has made an active move to say, all right, I want to recreate. Or, or rebuild a rivalry. Yeah. I'm trying to meet Brian in the he, he wants to see so, LeBron in the final. As far that's as fair because I think Kevin Durant as a competitor will say, like, I I want to face no, the Oh, no, no, no. So, I get that. I get that. I just, once again, I had to ask the question. But I'm just trying to figure out who else is leaving. But, like, who else is leaving the West, though? Like, who else is left? It's just been Kevin Durant and James Harden for real. That were threats to LeBron. Yeah, Kawhi, Golden State just Kawhi has injuries. from the East to, to the, the West. West. Like, Kawhi met him in his city. Granted, it didn't work out the way he wanted, but he did. Yeah, he didn't seem scared. Golden State's problem is Klay Thompson. If Klay Thompson was healthy, I don't care what nobody says. I'm watching Steph Curry, and I'm Draymond. I'm like, oh, if Klay Thompson was there, they're a threat. Y'all heard my healthy Golden State predictions for (laughs) the last two seasons. Like, we're going to be honest. If anything, LeBron James has caught kind of a break. Because now you don't got to go through all the Giants in the West. In the West, yeah, because the Giants are being. The Giants left. Now you got to deal with young Denver. And yeah. who else now? Portland. Portland. Come on, Portland's not a threat. Okay. Shout out Dame and CJ. Shout out Dame But no, nobody's running away from LeBron James. All right. No, that was I couldn't put it better myself. I need to see that Brooklyn LA. Yeah. I need to see it. Like I said, like and I think it and I think it's funny. I think I think it's funny because I mean we getting out of here. I think it's funny because not shoot. Last year, last year we were talking about we need Giannis and LeBron. We need we need we we keep trying to throw all these names up against LeBron to see which one sticks. And the, and the problem is the only one that can stick. There's only two that stick. I think Steph and Kevin Durant. And, only and that's the that problem. Stick. And that and I think that's I think that's what we've tried to do. And and last season was the biggest issue because both of them were down. And, so Giannis and, got the brunt of, of all I mean, that. Right. And Giannis was twenty five. We've been just trying to make something <laughs> stick to Braun, and the only the only name. Well, it was just I, like, or the, the best name is Kevin Durant. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's either like I said, I guess you could say Kawhi now, maybe. But once again, Kawhi doesn't have the same media backing behind him because he's Kawhi. He doesn't talk. He's very laid back. Don't. He doesn't bring that same energy to the conversation. Right. Steph and KD are way more popular than Kawhi. Frankly, I think they're both better players, and I think they have better teams, or they would if they were healthy. So it's just, yeah, those two guys are the guys that we wanted to see against LeBron. But LeBron has reached that status of where he's it's he's at that Jordan point of his career, where Jordan was literally 
It was who's going to challenge Jordan. Right. Is it going to be Gary Payton? Is it going to be Carl Malone? Is it going to be Charles Barkley? Like, who's going to, is it going to be Red? Like, who's going to challenge Jordan? Fair. Bron has been. And that's where Bron's at I right can't now. Call it league dominance because he's lost a lot in the finals yeah. to call it league dominance. But in terms of individual he's greatness, he's been dominant. Yeah. He's, he's been, been dominant. He's been I just dominant. didn't want to say league dominant. <laughs> yeah, like, like, he's been dominant. He's been in the conversation for 15 plus yeah. years now. Like, there's he's been no way around down that. the best player in the league since 2011. So, yeah. I exactly. Only, only thing that upsets me is we don't have a healthy Golden State in this. That's the only thing that upsets me. Because that would, that's, the, those are all the matchups I wanted to see. Yeah, I got to stop betting on Golden State because it seems like I'm the problem. <laughs> yeah, we just got to stop talking about it for a little while. Maybe oh, maybe we keep jinxing them or something. Um, nah. Every time we like, hey, no, they they're back. They'll be back next thing you know. No, they're exactly where they are. They're they're exactly where I expect them to be. They're a 500 team. No, I'm just talking about like the injuries, injuries and all. That oh stuff. yeah, that's man. every time I get super high hopes for them, boom! Right before the the season even starts, it's like, oh, oh well, man, it just hurts. So that's that's the only thing I don't like. But like I said, I I, I do want to see our Brooklyn L A finals. I just don't think we will. Man, if we don't, we don't see it, I can't. I think defense is going to be the biggest issue. Like I said, I really wish they could have somehow did anything to keep Jared Allen. Anything to keep Jared Allen. Yeah, nobody wanted DeAndre Jordan, though. <sighs> I don't blame them. I don't blame them. Shout out DeAndre Jordan. I feel like I got to shout people out every must time. Be good to, must be good to be friends with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. It got to be. Got to be. I wish I was friends Jeff with Green's them. on that roster for that same reason. They need to put me on the payroll the way I be defending them. Matter of fact, I'm about to. Nah, I ain't gonna tweet that. <laughs> invoice? Some invoice? <laughs> we gotta cut out clips of just me trying to defend them, just send them that way. And just see one of them call in one day. Just get a cash up. Something. <laughs> Something. Sponsor us. I don't care if it's just wall art. <laughs> <laughs> we need wall art. <laughs> send them the shirt invoice. Oh, man. Um, Still working on the shirts. They coming. They coming. They coming, y'all. Um, we done? Yeah, yeah, I think, I think so. I think that's it. <sighs> good pot, boys. Good pot. Um, Dang, man. I wish Leek was here for this one. Yeah, he would have enjoyed this one. Everything was here. He could have gave us a conspiracy. He could have he he did all of that. This, could, this was like one of the first pods where his Clippers got off easy. Yeah, we haven't talked about his Clippers in a while. Yeah, we, they, they've I been mean, doing what they're supposed to we do. We were taking random shots at PG here and there, though. Yeah, I was definitely. He was earning them. He, <laughs> I know. I was definitely shooting strays. <laughs> They're not even strays. Yeah, They're Greg, direct, direct shots. Devin Booker With said something. Scope. I'm like, we got to talk about it. With the scope. Right. Oh, we, oh, the, fact that we, the fact we didn't even talk about that D-Book situation for real. <laughs> no, I touched like, on it for like half a second, but like, that was it. We really just let that jump rock. Maybe you're but, right. Maybe Brooklyn did. They, I'm telling you, they maybe gave him a little, they gave him a little breathing room, man. But, I got to um, think more about it. But yeah, we can get out of here. Oh uh, man, shout Oh, games, games, games Games to oh, watch dang, I didn't, I uh, Bucks, Brooklyn, Monday Kyrie is halfway expected to be there If he's not there, don't be surprised Like, I'm, I, don't, I don't know I don't know where he's at To report the news, just to be fair To report the news Kyrie was fined um, 50,000 50,000 and he missed the game checks um, So I think it was a total of like 1.2 mil altogether Yeah mm-hmm. Ooh, and, and I don't care how much money you're making, 1.2 mil. 1.2 like, mil, Greg. Some people 1. like 1. 2 1. Yeah, some people like 1.2 mil, whatever. He felt that. That's 1.2 mil. <laughs> now, he could look at it like for whatever reason that he has been out, it was worth it. We so don't we still don't know why he's been out. So Yeah. Yeah. Hey man. I, I guess there are some reasons that you would miss 1.2 mil and be okay with it. That man was at a party. Not every single last day of the <laughs> <laughs> We went to his sister's 30th, and I don't care what you're going through. Your sister's 30th, like, you probably going to show up. I'm going to show up to work if I can go to my sister's birthday party. That's crazy. 
it's a birthday. Party. No, I think he could have showed up to work and still went to his sister's birthday. That's, that's what, what I'm saying. saying. Like if I was if I was going to my sister's birthday party, I'm gonna show up for work. But that's that what I'm saying. Too. I don't think that's why he didn't show up to work. That's what I was saying. Because he could have. I did need both. a reason why he didn't show up to work now. I'm sorry. If you can show up I'm to a really birthday wondering. party, you can show up to work. That's but all. But it's I'm my saying. sister's birthday party. I feel you. I can show up to work that I day. I love too. my and his, sister. And his brother. I mean, that's <laughs> brother. I'm a, I, I love, love my sister. I love all my sisters. And his dad's I love all my same day as his sister, too. So it was like a double thing. Shout out Pooda. Shout out J Buck. I love y'all. I'm going to show up to he work. He said he going to work. I can do both. 800000 Especially for that. If, <laughs> oh, my God. If you, to if do I what I do love, both, <laughs> I'm going to do both. To do what I love and make a meal, nah. I'm showing up to work. And the thing nah. is, I think he could have did both. So the fact that he didn't do both, I don't think it was his sister's birthday. And he definitely wasn't partying with Drake and Serrano, all you millions of people who think that. Hey, I, I'm i sorry. I, you heard me last week. I, I tried to let it go. I, I was like, hey, I don't really, hey, I, I, I'm just like you. Players have earned the right to take a couple days off and they need them. But when you start showing up to parties and you showing up on Zoom calls and you're doing stuff, like, hey, man. I would like an explanation. That's all I that's would all, say. That's, that's why I'm at now. Say. I'm like, yeah, I kind of need an explanation. We on that last, last week. I want an explanation. <laughs> I kind of need an explanation now. At first, I was going to let you rock. Yeah. I kind of need an explanation. Because I'm the one, at the beginning of the season, I said, you can miss however many games, and like you don't got to tell me nothing. <laughs> now I kind of yeah. feel like you at least got to tell me, like, man, so, at least come out and be like, it was just some real personal stuff. I so say yeah. it just like that, and I'd be like, yo, man, that was so we real got, personal stuff. So we do got Bucks, Nets tomorrow, yeah. followed by Lakers, Warriors, if you're interested in that. I think the Lakers are going to kill them. Uh, still going to watch that game. Oh, that's going to be a late night game. Yes, it's sure going I'm um, trying just going through other games here, seeing what else is going. Uh, 76ers Celtics on Wednesday. Yo, didn't the Knicks just beat the Celtics by like 30? Jason, Jason Tatum ain't play. I don't yeah, care. That, that happened. I Jason don't care. Tatum Shout out the Knicks. I'm trying to tell you, bro. No, they're not a six seed. They're not a six seed. Get out of here with that. Laker, Lakers Bucks on Thursday. If I'm not going to be invited to Cleveland, <laughs> I got to be invited to New York. That make me feel good. So I'm rooting for both New York teams. So I, you know. <laughs> I'm getting in one of them. <laughs> He's like, I'm already kicked out of Cleveland. Like, I got to make sure I'm good in New York. I got to make sure I'm good in New York, man. Come on. You want to oh. come in here next spot with If y'all notice, I, I'm, I'm high class heat, for heat all the good markets. Saturday. Heat Nets? Heat Nets on Saturday. If the Heat have players playing. Because yeah, right now, their whole team is just yeah. devastated. So, that's the other thing that makes this season so weird. It's hard to predict games. You don't yeah, know who's going to play. We'll definitely you don't have know to, who's going to play when. You don't know who's going to play. We still haven't talked about the fact that there is this lingering... Uh, this lingering idea that they may not finish the season because a lot of owners and a lot of teams are looking at it and say it's an unfair advantage because we're missing seven players. We have to bring in seven G League players to fill a roster to play, or we play yeah. with only seven guys, or whatever case may be. So um, we still haven't talked about that. Do you we'll think definitely they might do just that bubble it up after the All Star break? They should have, and I was telling somebody, I said they should have started in the bubble. bubbled it up Regional at the bubbles. beginning. Yeah, we had that discussion. Like, they you should have just had teams moving bubble to bubble. Like, yep. Regional bubbles. Had, when yep. you go into bubble, you do all your checks, and then you stay over Orlando, there. Disney Resort, New, uh, Las Vegas, the Mac Center, mm-hmm. where they hold the USA, a Midwest one, uh, maybe one more, maybe a fourth one. Arthur Ashe. <laughs> I'm just trying Rich to get. I'm, I, I'm just yeah, trying to we, see. We, we are I'm, we are I'm just trying to get NBA basketball. We are not prepared for that we at all. None of y'all was just gonna back me up. Give on it that to real the seven five. Seven five. Who would it? Seven five is prepared for I'm that. We're not prepared. That. Gonna have it at Richmond. Is not prepared. Really gonna have it at Boo Will? Hey, it's better than having it at the Ash. Facts. That's a fact. That's the Coliseum is falling apart as we speak. That is not it. Like. 
That is not it. I want Richmond to have something nice, but we that ain't it. We can't have nice things. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> Nah. I do, like I do, but we ain't got the infrastructure. We don't. I love that city. We ain't got parking, fam. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it's not. That wouldn't be a good look for Richmond. Not bad, Richmond. But yeah. So. Where they gonna stay at? The condominiums over on West Broad? Like, where, where they gonna stay? Not the motel. <laughs> on Chamberlain? <laughs> they gonna stay at the Marriott. <laughs> We got the Marriott. Let's not do that. No, that's sick. We got a couple Airbnbs. The closest, the closest dining is that Popeye's. Like, come on, fam. Shout out Said Popeye's. To say, come on, fam. They're gonna, I love Richmond. They're gonna we finish it. They're gonna finish this season. Yeah, it's too much money online. It's it's they're in it now. Even Adam Silver's come out and said, like, yo, like we're just gonna get through this. Like they're gonna they're gonna NFL this. We are pushing through. It, it is what it is. They got a little ego. I think. I think. The, so I think well. they. I think they. Have I don't to. think it's the ego. I think it's just it's reality. No, I'm talking about like in coming into the season. Oh. Everybody looked at it and being like, they handled it so well, and I'm like, they handled it so well because everybody was in one spot getting right. tested every day. Well, once again, I think the NBA was prepared for it. I think they assumed it was going to be like this. It's just reality of we have to push we have through. To push through. For now, once again, now why they didn't do bubbles? I don't know what the financial implications would have been. I don't know if they could have pulled it off. I don't see why they couldn't. But I think they were just hoping to have fans back. I, Which, I think if, that's the like, thing. Like if you're in Houston, they had some fans. Exactly. One thing I do think um, that could be a, that could be an option that Adam, excuse me, Mr. Silver may have already thought of, and the committee has already thought of, is possibly just bubbling off the playoffs again. Um, because possible. God forbid we got games, and, and then, it's like yeah, game seven and seven players are out. Ooh, ain't no, ain't nobody he's, going to he, hear that he, dog. East West bubble it up. Ain't nobody gonna want to hear that. So, but like I said, that's the thing. Like, if they haven't released the whole NBA schedule yet for this particular reason, they've only released the first, I think, 37, 38 games. Yeah. So they've left it open just with the in case they have to make just changes. in case they gotta make changes. Just in case, okay, we need a bubble, or in case, like I said, for whatever reason, let's say vaccine comes out and blah yeah. blah blah. They left the door open for whatever changes they need to make. Being optimistic exactly. and being flexible. So. But at the end of the day, they're going to push through this season. Now, how that goes, like I said, it, there's going to be some ugly games some night. And that has been true this season. All NBA I'm saying season. is they can't be none of them. They can't be no. It can't happen in the playoffs. Can, so. yeah. Cannot be missing six, seven players in the playoffs. Now, the, now, the problem, like I said, and this is where I do agree with you with some owners, it's this idea of like, well, if my, like, hate bringing them up, like Golden State's a perfect example of this. Golden State is a team that's literally treading water. And me and you have both gone on the record saying, like I said, they need to be 500 after the first 20 games. They're 500 for 20 games. They'll be solid. They'll probably make the playoffs. But if Steph Curry gets in health protocols for three weeks, mm. that's a season. Yeah. That's over. Your season's done. Carl Anthony Towns just got in Minnesota. Games. Yeah. Like, Carl, they were already bad. Carl's not playing for another two weeks. He just came back from injury. Yeah. By the time he comes back, you're what, 4 and 16? Your season's over. You're only playing 72 anyway. Right. So that's why some owners are kind of like, man, this is kind of putting us out of bad situation. So everybody's kind of holding their breath like, Hope our best player doesn't get it. Hope this player doesn't get it. Da, 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 da. That's why Miami's doing so bad right now. Yeah. They can't play. The guys aren't playing. So it's going to be interesting when the end of the season comes and you start seeing certain teams that are like a game and a half out or a half a game back. You know, like, damn, remember when Bam got sick for two weeks? Yeah. yeah. Like, sheesh, what would have happened? Like, now they're putting a play in situation or something yeah, no, that's like that. Right. It, it, like it's like, it's going to be interesting. Somebody has said, like, that bubble wasn't the asterisk season. This is the real asterisk season. And that's where yeah, I could go with that. I agree with that. Like, on, 
Yeah, it's an Astros season, but I also say it is going back to what I said about the bubble. Everybody's it, in the same position. It's what everybody signed up for. Yeah. This is what we all agreed to. So there ain't really no excuses. I'm just staying consistent. <laughs> Fair. Missing six players is crazy, dog. That's sad though. I don't yeah, care, I'm with you. Though. I'm with you. Like that happened. That's gonna I tell people all the time. My favorite holiday is not my birthday. It's Christmas. <laughs> and the and the second one right after is the NBA playoffs. If anybody I love gets how sick, holiday stretches for months. Really though. <laughs> like, like that's a three month period. Yeah, I'm like, like what? It's a like, three month period. Like if y'all Hey, I was sitting in class. March Madness included in March that. Madness is included. I remember sitting in class during college. Sitting in class. Not, not. My laptop, my laptop was out, but I was not taking any notes. I'm watching games. He didn't need to because he was that intelligent. Everybody no, I wasn't. No, I quiet wasn't. Flex again. Quiet flex no, again. I wasn't. C's get degrees. I'm not lying. I'm not kicking it. It is what it is, man. I was watching games and watching my bracket, family. I'm not going to kick it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm weak. It's my favorite holiday. So if you're telling me I'm missing six, seven players, we got a, we got a problem. We got a problem. It messes up the quality. It messes up the product. It's not like you're about to go find the cure yourself. I'm, yo, at this point, for my, for my holidays. <laughs> for your mental. My mental. I don't ask for much. You got it. <laughs> I can't even argue. I don't ask for much. Shout out to... I had the one shout out. You had mentioned his name. And it's not like a shout out, big ups, but it's just more... I hope everything is good with you and your family. Carl Anthony Towns yeah. went through so much yeah, with COVID. Real. When I found out it, like, he's lost he like what four family members. Yeah, give or take. Unfortunately. Yeah, I don't, I don't know the exact number, but it's way one is too many anyway. Right. But for him, it just seems like it just keeps surrounding him. So prayers for him and his family. I hope like God puts you in his pocket and surrounds you with with love and protection. Shout out, like I said, we said his name before as well, Karis LeVert. Yeah, I hope um, he gets well. Hope you get well as well. Um, a mass on his kidney. I don't even know what that means. Man, this sucks, man. But, this feels like an immemorium. <laughs> like, good Lord. I hope but, everybody gets straight. Yeah. Um, we got so, any happy shout outs? Um, New York Knicks, man. Keep winning games. Yeah, like keep, winning game, keep winning games. Keep winning games, Knicks. Um, top performers last couple nights. Kevin Durant was up there. 42. Yeah. Zach Levine had a 40 Vucevic. Clippers. Shout out Vucevic. Y'all lost, but like, shout out Vucevic. He was hooping. Mm-hmm. He's a problem. John Morant's back. John Morant That's came good. back That's the other good. night. That's good. good. He came back earlier than I expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, they need him back. They did. Uh, yeah, I ain't got much. Chris Porzingis is back. Yeah. Hasn't played well yet, but he's back. Yeah, no, I don't much. know, man. I'm looking at looking at them. They just shoot. I think they just lost to the Bulls. I think. Yeah, they lost mm-hmm. today. Um, so Luca went stupid though. Zach Levine been hooping. I just read a. I just said that. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah, I just read a quote. I didn't hear. It. I said Zach Levine with a forty quote. ball against Clippers. Oh, I did not hear that. My bad. I sound stupid. <laughs> I just read a quote. I think it might. I guess it was from this game. Luca said he was. Uh, he apologized to his teammates because he got a triple double, but he said he was being selfish. So. That's why he's better than Westbrook. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was gonna say it. I wasn't it. gonna be the dude. You set to me say up it. for it. You set me up for it. You looked at me because you knew I was gonna say it. And no, you, I didn't. And I said it. No, I, I wasn't I was thinking like, that. I was sounds like, like he's better than Westbrook, and I was like, I'm not gonna say it. I didn't think that's what you're going. I was gonna be like, hey, look at look at him just being the leader. Um, mm-hmm. But I didn't know y'all was gonna 
directly attack I wasn't, my guy I wasn't. Russ, but it's, it's okay. It's not an attack. It's just he wasn't the gonna truth. Stop. It is the truth. It's B, just the truth. B wasn't going to stop, and I wasn't going to stop him because he ain't lying. But, um, yeah, shout out, shout out. Uh, shout out to my uncle, man. <laughs> shout out to my uncle. I got to do it. Hey, yo. I got to do hey, it. Hey, yo. See, come on, bro. Come hey, on, come on, look, man. Come on, see. I ain't gonna. Hey, I got a PS5, y'all. I'm just gonna be a real. Come on, be real with y'all. I got a PS5. Send me, send me your plug. I told him. I told him. See, I told him. I said, look. I asked about the plug, and you did not give me the plug's name. So that led me to believe that you ain't trying to give up your plug for whatever reason. I don't know, but I don't ask questions. Well, give me you, a- my, you my gut. You the OG. Fair, I don't ask questions. Fair, don't ask questions. I don't ask questions when it comes to OG. Like if he fair. just hands me the. Hey, but I even asked for it. I appreciate it. I appreciate the love, man. Um, that all sounded real snowfallish. A little bit. Shout out to Snowfall. Hey, it's coming back too. I think February. Shout out to Snowfall. If you watch Snowfall, man. I, hey, this is this is meme going out. We getting out on this note. This is meme going out. Who would you rather move the weight? For those who don't know what the weight is, that's on y'all. <laughs> we can ask questions. I've been holding myself back. All right, keep going. <laughs> have you heard this? Have you seen this one? No, I just haven't. I didn't think we could talk about weight on this podcast. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> they don't know what the weight is, man. It's just weight. Um, but there's this meme going around. Who would you rather move the weight? Tariq or Frank? Franklin. Frank. Saint. Franklin Saint. And, there's a, and there's a mob of people saying Tariq. And that just led me to believe that they have never seen Snowfall. That, that's all I'm hearing. That led me to believe they ain't never seen no weight. <laughs> Really trying to tell me, bro. They from they from Chesterfield. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's get out. Yeah. Um. Continue, y'all. Continue to be safe, man. Continue to uh be mindful of your distance, social distance. Be safe out here. Wash your hands for well over twenty seconds. Um. COVID still out here, y'all. I know it's twenty twenty one, but be mindful. Also, be mindful of the people around you. Uh, in terms of social injustice and just. In terms of what you say, like we talk about Jackie Mack, be mindful of the words you use and how you communicate with the people around you. Um, Facts. Um, it, shoot, people in our own city uh, talking crazy, saying they think they can say the N word because they they dated black guys. Man, that's shorty from from the county. From Freeman, I got black friends. All right, we need to go on this note. <laughs> <laughs> I got black friends. I don't want to hear it, dog. Don't guys, don't let that slide. Um, but yeah, but. As always, as always, as always, eat, sleep, breathe the game. We love you. Be safe. We out. Bye, boys. Goodbye. That went longer than what I thought it was.